Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to get right into this shit. Ooh. Beer of the week. Dimitri, do you ever have this issue where you see beers and you're like, wow, that's a great artwork on the can. I've Absolutely. got this beer. I'm a big artwork guy. I love good packaging. They got me again. Yep. And you know me. I love a themed beer. I love a themed beer. I love a seasonal beer. I love everything about it. Well, Goose Island, they got me with their Oktoberfest. Goose oh, Island Oktoberfest. Let me show you what got me. A pretzel with a hat and boots. And it really reminds me a lot of Annie Ann's. I love that blue on the background, yep. baby. Yep. Oh, and Annie Man. Ann's is special. I've been drinking these boys. <laughs> Damn. That was crispy. Annie Ann's is special. Top tier mall food. I'll give it that. That's top tier mall food. I got some shit on this, and I'm not very happy about it. Annie Ann's has discontinued their sour cream and onion pretzel. I've never had that. Now it's I'm sad so, because I never got to have it's it. It's so good. I love sour cream and onion chips, so that sounds delicious, bro. Yeah, it's basically like the seasoning that goes on sour cream and onion chips yeah. dusted heavily over a warm pretzel. Oh, damn. It was I so missed out, good, bro. That's awful. It. Zoe and I went to Annie Ann's. We, we were, I was like, two sour cream and onion pretzels. They were like, we don't make them anymore. And I was like, you don't what? Excuse you? <laughs> I was not happy. Damn. Anyway, welcome to Let Me Pod to you. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter at we hate Jacob. That's hate with an eight. I'm here with my co-host Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. Dimitri, how's the wrestling? Uh, so um, raw as we just spoke a little bit before. Been a little bit of a drag for me. So this week I actually uh, had to sit there and kind of speed watch it. <laughs> but there is some cool parts here and there. But uh, we got some exciting stuff going on outside of WWE. Mm. Yeah. Did you watch Dynamite? I didn't yet, but I'm actually going to watch it because I have to watch my boy. Mm -hmm. Our format here is top of the mid, headlines, stock rising, stock falling. These can be specific wrestlers, storylines, etc. to kick off a conversation. Dimitri, who's top of the mid? So uh, this week, shout out to my boy, uh, my boy Dom is back. Okay, brother? You want to know why? I, I disagree with you on that. What? <laughs> How? Because he lost his title clean at the pay-per-view and then had, what, all 17 members of the Judgment Day rock up to Orlando on Tuesday so that he could win it back? That's a good heel. <sighs> He's using his resources. You, you, how are you going to be mad at a man for using his resources, bro? Are you serious right now? All, all, all them boys in the Judgment Day didn't want Dom to not be able to go home. That's crazy, bro. So you want what you want? You want fucking you want Patrick Mahomes to go to the Super Bowl and not throw to any of his receivers or let his running back run the ball. You just want him to do it by himself. No yeah, blocking I, either. I want the Chiefs to not keep winning. <laughs> you want your boy Jalen Hurts to go out there. You want AJ Brown on the sideline. You want Gainwell no, on the sideline. Swift on the sideline. <laughs> That's right. So Don got his guys with him, man. That's that's all it is. I don't know, Dimitri. I just I thought you, you know, being a Panthers fan would <laughs> would be respectful of somebody who has no weapons to help him in situations like hey, Bryce man. Young and Trick Williams. That sucks. It really does. But hey, when you when you when you got no weapons, you don't win a championship. It happened to us. We saw Cam Newton put the team on his back, and then when he got there, like Trick Williams did, he didn't have the help. And guess what? Guess what? 
Don came through with a W, got the championship back. Okay, we can't fault the man so, for having so Dirty Dom is Tom Brady, Rhea Ripley is Bill Belichick, right? Pretty much. All right, <laughs> Pretty much. Enough. Let's talk about the real top of the mix. I'm not having Dirty Dom. I'm not hey, having no, it. No, 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 I'm no, not no. having it. I'm no, no, not no. having it. <laughs> the disrespect. How are you going to disrespect the Dirty Dom like that? The boy's incredible. Because the real top of the mid, the real best of the mid, best of the rest, who has a belt, who's had it for a long ass time, Christian Cage, our TNT champion. Okay. Best work of his life. I'm going to start at Wrestle Dream. Okay. Because I'm a, I'm a fucking loser and I watched Wrestle Dream. I didn't buy it, but I watched I wanted it. to watch it too. I was upset. I was I was going through Twitter uh X formerly known as Twitter. It's and uh <laughs> and I was like watching all these people talk about it like is Edge going to come out? Is Edge going to come out? Is Edge going to come out? And I kept wanting to peek in, but I didn't and I wish I would have. God damn. Buddy, it. Tony Khan loves a long ass pay-per-view. And this was a long ass pay per view. Mm-hmm. It, it was pretty good. Like all the matches were, were really good. Um, end end of the the show. Uh, Christian retains against Darby. He he starts beating up Darby. Uh, Sting comes out. He starts beating up Sting. Nick Wayne comes out. We think Nick Wayne's gonna have Darby's back. Christian got him. That that boy, he lost his father. He needed a new father figure. That father figure is Christian Cage. And then we get we get a little video. We get some some guy in a muscle car, and then we hear it. We hear it. And this this is this is going into my headline too. This is a combined top of the mid headline. I also I have a headline now too. So after your headline's over, I got okay. a good one. Great, great. <laughs> you think you know him, and then the music hits. The roof. Seemed like it was going to explode off the top of the Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Edge, the man formerly known as Edge, Adam Copeland, is in AEW. Now, I, I we're going to try to call him Adam Copeland. Just doesn't roll off the tongue. His mama named him Edge, so we're going to probably call keep calling him Edge. Uh, yeah, he debuted. He saved, he saved the day. He talked some shit to Christian. He swung some chairs around, and he's here. He's here. Last night on Dynamite, do you want me to spoil it, or do you want me to save it? Uh, go ahead and spoil it. I'll still right. watch it. Edge comes out at the very end for, for a little segment. They had they had some funny stuff, too. Um, actually, rewind real quick to the press conference after Wrestle Dream. Christian comes out to do his little bit. He's asked about his friend showing up, and he's like, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't have That's any friends it. besides Luchasaurus. <laughs> uh, on on Dynamite, Edge comes out at the end. He starts talking about why he wants to be here. That he felt like he he was considering retirement, but his his daughter, his nine year old daughter, said, "You need you need to work with with Uncle Jay one more time, Christian Cage." So he's he's going. He's there. He calls Christian out, and he's like, Christian. We need to do this right. We need to finish this the right way. You and me together as a tag team, as a team, the way it should have always been. Christian Cage gives him a hug. Go fuck yourself. Edge looks in disbelief. Christian leaves leaves the ring. This is going to be in 
incredible. Bro, Christian is the fucking man. I've always loved Christian. He's been so underrated for so long. Love to see him getting his flowers right now. He, he really he really deserves it. And they they are saying that this is the a new era in AEW, the rated R era, because we have the rated R superstar. You know, I saw the WWE doesn't have that trademark. I, I was That's just about cool. to say, quick stock falling for WWZ. Fucking <laughs> bozos. Yeah. They didn't put in an on-compete, and they didn't they didn't maintain their trademark on rated R superstar. Fucking idiots. I'm so glad the people over there are idiots because this is great. It's so good. It's yeah. so good, Dimitri. It's going to make me tune in, bro. That's the, like, uh, I've seen a lot of people talking on the internet about how this is probably AEW's biggest signing. I'd still disagree with that. I'd still say CM Punk is, is probably the biggest signing. Because they got Punk out of retirement, too. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Punk was gone for years, and we had thought he was never going to come back. Out he comes. That shit was incredible. Not to take anything away from Edge, because this is, mm-hmm. sorry, Sexton Hardcastle, because this is incredible right now. <laughs> And it, I'm it, excited. It really is. It it really is. Uh, and, and like, not just you turning into AEW, which is unheard of. Yeah, I bought <laughs> tickets to another show. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Dynamite at the end of the he's month, a, baby. He's a ticket seller. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to see Adam Copeland in Philadelphia. I am. I'm so excited. Like, I literally that night after Wrestle Dream ended, I'm on AEWTIX.com. I'm scrolling. I'm like. When are they coming to PA? When are they coming to PA? End of the month, huh? <laughs> I'm still in disbelief that Edge at one point went by the name Sexton Hardcastle. That is the most absurd name I've ever seen in my entire life. It's very like I'm 19, and here's a name that will that will <laughs> Sexton get me Hardcastle. Yeah, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> All right, Dimitri, what's what's your headline off the back of this? Uh, my headline is I'm a fucking idiot. Um, so I had uh, <laughs> texted you this, and you were like, what? Uh, all right, so. I hope you read it as, what? <laughs> what? I didn't actually, but I should have. Shame on me. Um, I get off work. I'm really excited to do this podcast. I've been uh, kind of uh, getting back into the wrestling thing here, watching a few things I missed here, you know, checking things, seeing how things went, specifically with NXT. Wanted to see how all those went um, because I didn't watch it. And then, uh, you know, I get off work. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go make a coffee. This is where I fucked up. Uh, This is something I do quite often. So I go to make this coffee, right? And I, I set my, I, I think I set my coffee cup down under the coffee machine. Oh no! I walk away. I come back, and there's coffee everywhere. I send you a picture of it. It doesn't look bad because you can't see the coffee underneath the machine. But there's a huge puddle underneath the machine, and there's also coffee all over the floor. <laughs> that looks so, pretty bad, dog. So, so yeah, it really fucking sucked because then I had to like clean up all this coffee and then I had to break another cup of coffee and that's what took so long <laughs> for me to get here. That's why I was scrambled. Gee, that's foamy too. Oh yeah. It's, it's a, you know, I got me an espresso, baby. It makes the good foamy coffee, bro. Mm. We don't play around out here with the caffeine. Think I'm playing games? I ain't playing games. It, it That's quite a mess. I, no, I did not realize what was going on because you're like, I'm an idiot. And I'm like. <laughs> for what reason i i can't i mean i know comment. but like why <laughs> yeah that's yeah, why I, I really didn't know what was going on i'm i'm sorry to hear that but it was rough country it's all I'll clean put, now maybe i'll put that photo in the show notes <laughs> uh 
Bloodline Cinematic Universe. I don't even really know what's going on here other than Jimmy Uso is pretending to be the tribal chief. He tried to do the whole, you know, stick out his hand to Paul Heyman thing. Yep. And Paul is like, mm, you're not that guy, pal. I don't think so. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I just want Roman back. Just I want the tribal chief. I want Roman back too. It is, um, Jimmy's like, if you ever watch Total Divas or seen him outside, he's a funny ass fucking dude. Uh, like actually hilarious. Um, and you can see it like sort of coming out with a lot of the stuff that he's doing because I don't know, man, just the way he reacts and like the way he's like sitting there, like just be cracking <laughs> me the fuck up. Like he's a funny he, dude. He also tried to sound like Roman on that little promo too. He's like, uh huh. The bloodline is now in your city. <laughs> city. Yep. <laughs> so this has the opportunity to be. Somewhat interesting until our uh, true tribal chief comes back. Um, I miss but him I mean, so much. I, yeah, I miss him too. But as of right now, Jay's winning over there on Raw. So you know, not everybody's losing over there in the Bloodline Cinematic Universe. I don't know. Jay has to hang out with Cody Rhodes. So I don't know if he's really <laughs> winning. Hey, I fuck with Cody Rhodes now. I'm Team Cody now. Yeah, whatever. He turned me. <sighs> turned you? Turned what do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm Cody Sexual. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Roman sexual, but uh, speaking of sexual, mommy's back. <laughs> yeah, dude, so happy that she's back. I was watching Raw, and um, I just want to say I'm loving like the angry uh, Rhea Ripley thing that's going on right now. Like her is like in like her promos are like hitting right now because mm-hmm. she's very believably angry. At the bullshit that's going on um, within her group, and like it, it's it, it's been really great because typically she's kind of laid back, you know. She hasn't really been like super angry at anything, but like to see her freak out on Priest and then go in on Dom, and poor Dom looks like so sad. He, he acted that out so well; <laughs> it like, was so good. Da- she's getting in Damien's face, and 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 Damien's like. Yeah, well, who lost their belt while you were gone? And Dom uh-huh. like back there, like, why did you tell mom, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. bro, that shit, that shit was gold, uh, and it just really made me appreciate Rhea that she's been gone, having her back on TV. It's been great. So, uh, stoinks up on mommy. I'm glad she's back. How would you feel? I guess maybe we'll get into it later because I wanted to talk about Fastlane because I think it looks like shit. But oh yeah, you and uh, me both. All right, we'll talk about it later then. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad Rhea's back. Uh, mm-hmm. It it gave a lot more juice to to Raw, which I mean needed like that. I, like I said, I've been having a really hard time getting through Raw. Like it. Yeah. I've been watching specific moments and matches. Like I made sure I watched the Seth Rollins bit. Um, I watched Daring General, who we'll talk about here in a moment. But it, man, the Judgment Day really needs Rhea. They keep talking about we have no leaders. We're just all we just all do what we need to do. No, y'all need a leader. It needs to be yeah. Rhea Ripley. Also, how much longer is JD McDonough gonna be twerking for the jug- Judgment Day before they twerk back? It's a great question, bro. He's been doing it for so long. It feels. When is and, something going to happen? And Rhea, finally this week, it seemed like she kind of gave him like the nod of approval a little bit. Because Priest was like, what's this guy doing here? And uh, Rhea's like, 
Uh, he just saved your ass, so I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, which is true. So, J.D. McDonough should just be in uh, the Judgment Day at this point. This is your fault. I say his name like that <laughs> and exclusively like that now because of you. If he if he ever gets <laughs> J.D. Actual- McDonough. If he actually gets a match on on uh, WWE television, I would love it if Samantha Irvin put her whole chest into and the challenger JD McDonough. <laughs> like she doesn't have an accent. Hell Great yeah. stuff. I'd be with that. You know what? I'm gonna switch the I'm gonna switch the order up a little bit. Stop okay. rising. We're gonna we're gonna get into it. Daring General Gunta. Okay. He won again. He won yeah. again. He, man, does, he does his thing. Lose. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's um, it's it's always really nice to see his matches because they always fucking hit. Mm-hmm. And I, I genuinely feel like his uh, his like promo work has gotten um, better over time as well. Like it, he's it so has. believable in his character. Like it feels feels really natural. I think is the best way to describe it at this point. Yeah, during during the contract signing they did um, in in kind of the middle of Raw, it, mm-hmm. he 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 comes out there in a suit, looking looking spiffy, and mm-hmm. he and he goes to to Champa like, "What the fuck are you wearing?" Yeah, he's like, "I presence, already know you're not ready. Look at you." In the presence of greatness, what are you wearing? Mm-hmm. And he's not wrong. Like, you right. look like a slob. But th- those guys, they put on a show. Like they were they were beating the shit out of each other. That whole thing was great. I mean, the the match and the little promo segment. Champa was fucking eaten mm-hmm. in that too. Oh yeah, for sure. And we finally at the end of Raw, and it sucked because they didn't time it right. But Johnny Gargano is back, and I think this is the best thing to do for Tommaso Champa. Is he wasn't winning that belt. He wasn't going to get the no, hell no. belt. But he held his own. He gave a good promo. He did good work leading up to it, beating up the Imperium jabronis. And Johnny Gargano comes back, and now we can finally have a, a real, a full DIY reunion. Mm. And it Raw went off the air before they hit their kind of double knees to the head on on the boy. But like it's it, it it's a really good way of putting everything together to build off of this. So this little mini push that Tommaso Ciampa got over the last couple of weeks isn't going to be wasted. Nope. He's going to be able to stay elevated, stay on TV, doing single stuff. Johnny's doing single stuff, doing tag team stuff. There's a lot of ways this can go. Yeah, it's great to just like interject some juice like into a character. You know what I'm saying? Put some juice in there and then, uh, you know, we get this uh, return at the end of Raw. And now instead of it just being kind of barren and, and you know, just something that just randomly happened, we got some juice behind the characters and, and, you know, some excitement, which is easy to do. But I feel like it's overlooked a lot, <laughs> especially in WWE. It, it really is. I mean, they'll, they'll yeah. do this thing and then they're just like gone. I mean, again, where are the, where are the hot witches? They're just gone. Oh, my God, bro. Yes, I did I mention in any podcast that they they uh, kind of played on like the tag team titles being cursed with them? Yeah, we we mentioned it very briefly because we were both like, finally they're going to be back. They're finally yeah. going to be back on TV. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> we need them back on TV. It's just like they were so good, and we all liked them. It was cool. They had a cool little gimmick. They were interesting. It's it's also just like. With the work that's that's going on on NXT right now, like NXT's been good. 
I've been mm-hmm. I've been pretty consistently watching NXT because it's really good. Shawn Michaels, like bonus oh, stock rising, like he is he's Booker of the Year. I like, gotta say, I'm not gonna so lie. I don't watch NXT like like that, but like more like more so recently, I have been very interested in just random shit that's going on in NXT more so than I used to be. Like I'm, I'm interested, very interested in Tiffany Stratton. She's fucking mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Breaker's interesting. Uh, the whole fucking Trick Williams and uh, Carmelo Hayes. They're both super interesting characters. But, uh, then, they there's, got a- but then there's Thea Hale further down the mid card for the women's mm-hmm. division. She's, Grown ass woman now. She went up, she went out with the uh, toxic attraction last, uh, not the one that you like, the other one. Um, and Gigi Dolan and uh, fuck is her name right now? Yeah, we, we got the one, we don't got the other. Why did we have one of them? Uh, but <laughs> but she came back with kind of a new look, um, it you know, new kind of style, a new intensity, and it was really good because Thea Hale was giving me very big, like happy to be here vibes from a character mm-hmm. perspective, but she can really go like she's really good in the ring. But now from a character perspective, we have like a heel adjacent kind of character that's putting some influence on her. And now the chase you people are like, Oh my God, we're losing a disciple. This hasn't happened before. We're losing our, our four star pupil. And it, it's, it's really good storytelling all the way up and down the card. That's big facts, man. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to big. Shout out to the showstopper. Absolutely. HBK. And let, let's get into the next. Sorry, I'm going to skip your stock rising because we're going to get You're into good. this one next. Stock rising NXT versus Dynamite next week. We are getting a jam packed, fucking amazing Tuesday night of wrestling. It's going to be really interesting to see how the numbers fall out for viewership. But here's the great thing: if you have YouTube TV. Just kidding. This isn't an ad. Um, but if you do have a way to record one of them, watch the one that you, you, you usually watch. Watch the next, the other one, the other, like later that night or the next day. Good to go. I'm watching yep. both. I'm going to watch Dynamite because I'm an AW, you know, I lean AW. I love both companies, but I lean the AW if it's a, if it's competition. NXT is having John Cena in Carmelo Hayes corner for a Carmelo Hayes Braun Breaker rematch reigniting the feud uh Oscar is facing somebody I can't remember who Oscar's facing it's just slipping my mind it might be Roxanne yep. Perez uh but again like Oscar's going to NXT um mm. Paul Heyman is going to be in Braun Breaker's corner because it's not fair that John Cena is the only is is there like they're they're rolling out the red carpet it's Roxanne uh, Perez, by the way. I looked it up for it you. It is Roxanne? Okay, I thought yeah. so. Uh, that'll be a banger. Roxanne's great. Mm-hmm. And there's more. Like, Becky Lynch is supposed to be cleared by then, so maybe Becky Lynch's uh, match with Tegan Knox ends up on NXT. Ooh. And then we move over to Dynamite. Titled Tuesday, Tony Khan's birthday. Adam Copeland has his first match on AEW television against Luchasaurus. You said it's his birthday? It's Tony Khan's birthday. Oh, bro, the snowman's going to be going crazy. He's going to be going nuts. <laughs> so we've got... We're going to be watching the edge match like... <laughs> Soraya versus Hikaru Shida for the, for the AEW women's title. Shida was not pinned nor submitted in the four-way where Soraya won the belt. So good grudge match. I kind of hope Soraya loses because she's never 
around on television or anything. Uh, Swerve versus Brian Danielson for a shot at the TNT title. That's going to be a banger. If we had more, another quick bonus stock rising. Swerve Strickland is a dog. He is oh, yeah. so goddamn. He's the good. fucking man, and he's cool as fuck. He just got a like a cool vibe about him, yeah, bro. He's he's amazing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. his match with Hangman at Wrestle Dream, that's up there with match of the night for me because these were two guys that that they went in building the story of we do not fucking like each other, and the way they kicked the shit out of each other in that match was incredible. Like the <laughs> blows that were exchanged, the storytelling from uh, Swerve bending back and stomping on Hangman's arm, his arm that he hits the buckshot with, it, it was it was just top to bottom, great match. Uh, like it's one that if you haven't seen it, I would really seek it out. Um, <clears throat> Ray Fenix versus John Moxley for a rematch for the international title, and there's more on the card. Like it's stuffed full. Like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a really really good night for wrestling on Tuesday. God damn, you just you just like sold me on it, bro. You're like a wrestling salesman out here, professional wrestling salesman. I mean, that's what I do for my re- regular day job. <laughs> right there, you go. That's hilarious, bro. All right, last stock falling. Stock falling. Stock rising. Rising. <laughs> don't you dare put this man in stock falling okay? i know I, stock falling for when he had fucking covid though like we missed him oh yeah it sucked but Pop, uh shout out rising we're going up yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going up shout out to the boy la night man uh that that segment at the end of smackdown um where he had camp come out and uh you know uh helped the boy john cena crowd was electric so cool Oh my god. That was exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Crowd was electric. Every move he hit looked cool as fuck. I don't know what it was, but something about him hitting those moves, like they they all hit with impact. Mm-hmm. And the crowd like going fucking wild just gave it a whole like the crazy throwback visual. Night. Oh my god, bro. What a like I didn't expect like it's just a random SmackDown, right? Mm-hmm. But we get this moment here where it's something you see it, and that's that's memorable. That pop he got is memorable. That moment he came out to save John Cena is memorable. Mm-hmm. And this is huge for LA Knight's character because not everybody gets to work with John Cena, especially at this point in his career. Um, so it looks like we're going to have LA Knight team with John Cena, which is fucking crazy. It is official. It is official, and like this is like a dream match that you would write up. Like you'd be like, "I'm gonna get L.A. Knight to team up with who am I gonna get to team up with? Hmm, how about John Cena? It's like something you'd put in a video game." Yeah, but we're getting it, uh, and that is probably one of the most exciting things for me outside of Edge right now in wrestling. Like I just love the idea. It's just. Got me happy. The camera work through that segment was incredible too. I'm I'm really glad you felt the same way about it that I yeah, felt. I 100% same page. And then the way that that uh, LA Knight grabs the the contract off off the table, and then he locks eyes with Cena across the ring. He's like, "It's just electric, man. That shit is electric, bro." 
incredible stuff. Like really, yeah. really good. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't just like get like that's authentic energy, and it just it comes across so well. Uh, and I can't even, I can't even imagine being there. Like that looked like a fucking moment. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it was it was awesome. It was really awesome. The the only downside of this whole partnership is the bald spot. Yes, thank you, bro. It's the, so the- distracting. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, yo, this is crazy, this is crazy. And then I see John Cena and like his hair, like he tries to like slick it back and hide it, but there's no hiding it in professional wrestling. You're gonna flip and flop around and we're gonna see it. And John, I'm sorry that I gotta roast you like this. But it's not looking good, brother. Just shave it off. Please. Do like LeBron did in that one-off season. You know, the one where he, like, shaved himself bald and he had that that viral video of him, like, rapping on Instagram or whatever? Oh, yeah. That shit looked dope because he had the bald head. He looked <laughs> furious and it looked dope. Like, John, you just got to embrace it, brother. You got to embrace it. Don't be LeBron. Don't try to hold on to it, man. <laughs> or, or at the very least, just get the, like, the the bald spot spray paint and just... Something, man, because it's looking bad. Keep the hat on. Don't throw get the, the Carlos Boozer. Get the Carlos Boozer spray job on. I don't know if you know about the Carlos Boozer spray job. Uh, no, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. Okay, he's aware. <laughs> I mean, John Cena, you have all the money in the world. Yeah. Like, it can't cost you... It can't be too bad for you to take a quick flight to Turkey and get get that fixed up, you know. And and I know you probably want the hair for like movies or something, but they could fix you up, man. It's Hollywood. They're giving they, me a wig there. They'll CGI some hair in there if you, you need you it, bro. Never see the, you just never see the back of his head in it. In <laughs> it's it's like you know how The Rock has that thing in his contract where he can't lose a fight. No, what? You, you haven't heard this? No. Bro, yeah, the part of his deal with the Fast and Furious is that in his contract he can't lose a fight. <laughs> this guy's got a crazy ego. <laughs> so that's why like when he fought uh Gotta protect the image, bro. Yeah, when he fought Vin Diesel in Fast Five, they had it so that they both like broke their hands. Mm-hmm. So that it was like, oh, it was a draw. Kind oh of thing. my god. Yeah, like that's the rock crazy. does not lose a fight in movies. Damn. John Cena, he's like, I don't, care. I can lose. I, I'll put, I'll put the other guy over. Just John Cena's sure, like, fuck it. <laughs> make sure they don't see back here. <laughs> I'll put on a dress. I'll put on a wig, whatever. But just don't show my balls. Not the back brother. of my head, bro. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Big, 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 big stock falling. Mm-hmm. This fast leg card is mid. It's so mid that like it's hard for me to think of everything that's on it. That's how mid oh. it is. I have it in the rundown. Beautiful, because I need it to reference. <laughs> Let's talk about the two matches that will be good. John Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. Yeah. Top stuff. Great process. Absolutely. Happy with it. Yep. World Heavyweight Championship, last man standing. Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. Good I'm not stuff. mad about that one. Happy but, with that. Yeah. That's good. Now we start going downhill. WWE Women's World Championship three-way, Io Sky, Asuka, and Charlotte Flair. I really don't mind seeing Io and Asuka run it back on a pay-per-view. I want no Charlotte there. No no interest in Charlotte being involved. 
But I 100% agree, but I have to just quick. I forgot to mention this. I got to give a quick shout out to Charlotte's gear on SmackDown because God damn, that shit was nice. I got to say that. That shit was looking good. I like that gear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say it wasn't okay. for me, but that's more just because you didn't Charlotte's like the Charlotte gear. She got, she was, it was like yellow. She was different. She's normally wearing like blue, but she had the bright yellow one with the fishnets. Yeah. So for me, it reminded me of Becky Lynch's, uh, Kill Bill gear. Yeah. And I was like, that's fair. You're just taking notes from Bex now or what? You know what? It really did remind me of, uh, Becky with the, with the fishnet. Uh, yeah. I'll say that, but ain't nothing wrong with it if it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Undisputed Tag Team Championships, Judgment Day, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor. I'm sure Dirty Dom will be around. I'm sure J.D. McDonough will be around versus <laughs> Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Who cares? Like, yeah. I've seen this kind of circle go around 16 times at this point. Yeah. I just don't care. Um, do you think Cody and Jay will win? Yeah. You do? You think they're going to? I do. Yeah. Mm. I think they'll win. What do you think? Hey, let, let's roll, let's roll back to the top. John Cena and Alexander yeah. are beating the bloodline, right? They're they're yeah. beating that ass, and Roman's gonna yeah. be. You can't lose when I'm away. <laughs> uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins retains. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's been a great run for shit. It's been a great run for Shinsuke, but I think that Rollins is gonna retain. Yeah. Uh, Women's World Championship three way. I think Charlotte's gonna get it because that's what oh, they do. Oh no. No, I'm not happy about it. I'm not. That's not what I want, but that's what I think will happen. This one's tough for me because I could totally, I could see it going literally every way. Which at least this match has that going for it because I could see them giving it to Charlotte. I could see them having EO retain. I could also see them giving it back to Oscar and having Oscar and EO beef some more again, maybe at a future pay per view. I'm just going to say Asuka. I'm going to say Asuka. I think it's going to be Charlotte because the next pay-per-view is Crown Jewel. And I feel like Charlotte's going to go get that Saudi Arabian paycheck. Oh, you know the... Okay, she will have a match at Crown Jewel. Yeah. I just don't know what it's going to be, but she will have a match there. <laughs> like, because didn't, didn't we just have a... Was it Charlotte and Bailey just had a match on, on a SmackDown too? That yes, was, this is past SmackDown. Yeah, yep, that was the I, yellow gear match. Yeah, see, I could see Charlotte getting the belt and then a build to Bailey refinding herself. I would love that to go after you know Charlotte in yeah. Saudi Arabia. I could see something like that happening. Hmm. Uh, and the only other match that's been announced: the LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and Joaquin Wild or Cruz del Toro. We don't know which one. <laughs> and possibly also uh, Dragon Lee, who knows, versus uh, Big Bob Lashley and the Street Profits. Bobbert. Also, uh, I got again, th- who cares? No, they really, they really, that's fucked up, dog. Let me tell you right now. Hey, yo, black folks, they pinning us against the Mexicans in the WWE. It's crazy. <laughs> Why are they doing this? Why do they got race wars going on in the WWE, man? The fuck is this? It's 2023, bro. I don't want to be fighting with my Hispanic brothers. I did not see you going there at all. <laughs> but that's what it is, bro. We got race wars going on out here. With that being said, you know damn right I'm hanging with my home side, bro. Hometown heroes, the blacks. 
Poppy and the Prophets. It ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't nothing personal. Oh it's just profits. That's what it is. Good line. Uh <laughs> I I also think I think Big Bob is going to uh pin Santos Escobar. Specifically, I think that's how it's gonna go. Yeah. Um which I think will then lead us to a Bobby Lashley, uh Rey Mysterio United States title exchange at uh Crown Jewel. Oh my god, I need the US title to get some goddamn love. Because it like it's this title sucks. It's awful. We got the Intercontinental cha- Intercontinental uh Gunther calls it the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship, which is cool as fuck first of all. That's what it um, is. Um it I've never heard it called the Heavyweight Championship before him. I've just heard it called Intercontinental Championship, not Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. But hey, that's just me. That's just me. I could be tripping. But anyways. No, I think you're right. The title itself, Intercontinental, seems way fucking cooler uh, and has for forever now. And the U.S. title, just, we've been talking about it since, like, the theory reign that he had that was, like, ridic- like eight or nine months or some shit that mm-hmm. was way too long that, like, just did nothing for it. Or as I once said, it was a, almost a year when it was not almost yeah. a year. <laughs> oh, my God. People freaking out. They were like, so no, bad. it's not. <laughs> Like, you fucking idiot. Do you know how to count months? <laughs> no, actually, I don't. But, um, yeah, bro, the U.S. title has just been so ass. We need the title to mean something, not just, like, it doesn't just help the, the title holder. As you can see on Raw, it helps everybody else out, especially on the mid-card. We got people challenging Gunther, and it makes them seem important. We just talked about that with uh, Champa. He had this match. It gave him some juice. And that's what he needed, bro. Mm-hmm. If we could just have like a U.S. title like match where it would actually mean something and actually give somebody some juice, it'd elevate the whole mid card. But instead, we got this title that's just sitting here that's just changing hands. Right now, Ray's got it. And it just doesn't feel like prestigious. Like, cause bro, let's be real. Ray Mysterio is a legend, but as a U.S. champion in 2023, are you playing, bro? It's a transition Ramus- championship. Like it's it's absolutely a transitional person yeah. for it. But it's like, where is it going? Because now exactly. we have this creative. Like it was kind of like, ah, okay, they're gonna take it off theory, give it to Ray, he'll have it. LA Knight's gonna still be like an overheel, and then we're gonna yeah. get LA Knight with the USA. Okay, sure, sure. We can see the we can see the vision. Yeah. But now we're like a couple months into this now, and it's like, is this happening? What the fuck is, is going on? Not? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then LA Knight is he's in better creative, honestly, than the U.S. title. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I thought that the booking decision of Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar for the U.S. title, when they are in the same faction, for respect or whatever it was that they were doing it for, so stupid. I did yeah. not get that booking decision at all. I was like, this is dumb. Rey is going to retain. He's not going to lose it to Santos Escobar. Yeah, no, I'd big agree, bro. The U.S. title is down fucking bad right now, so we need something to happen, bro. The only thing that would have made sense there is if they had kind of pulled the trigger on one of the rumors that we had a while back that, like, Santos was going to get sick of Ray overshadowing him in the LWO and then turn heel to get the title off Ray. That mm-hmm. would be interesting, but yeah, absolutely. we're not doing it. I don't know. The, 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 the whole LWO situation has been, it started out really hot and it, I thought it was really cool, but it's really losing steam fast. And like 
They've completely relegated Zelina Vega, who was challenging for uh, the women's world title not too long ago, um, mm. to a cheerleader. Literally, she's just there. Yeah, she just comes out with a flip flop. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, woo. sure, <laughs> That's it. but like, I I'd like to see her wrestling. Actually, maybe. Yeah, she she's actually fucking nice. So yeah, that would be great. But here speaking we are. Speaking of bad booking, uh, what the fuck is up with Chelsea Green? That's a great question, my brother. That's a great question because she is a fucking talent. But I feel like she's being wasted right now. They just keep booking her as a loser. Yeah. And she's which one half of the women's tag team champions. It don't make no sense, bro. And it's kind of crazy that like I understand, like, you can book her as a loser because she's so good at, like, just being her and mm-hmm. being her character mm-hmm. that, like, she doesn't always have to win. But, like, bro, she's she's a champion right now. And right now, it does not feel like she's a champion. <laughs> like, it's making it look like she fluked her way to the belt. And yep. it, it's also like, okay, if one half of the tag team women's champion is a bomb... Why are there not more women's tag teams lining up to take the belts? Because Amen. if you see a weak link, aka in this in this sense it's apparently Chelsea for some reason. If you see that weak link, why would you not be taking that opportunity? Why would you not be jumping on it? Why are they why haven't they had a match? Why haven't they defended it? Like these are logical questions and it's very frustrating to me when wrestling becomes illogical. It's stupid. And things just don't make sense. Yeah, it is very dumb. And like I know, I know Piper Niven had COVID one week, so they had to kind of call an audible, and Chelsea's on her own again. But yep. everything that I'm seeing on Fightful Select is that Piper's healthy; she's good to go. Defend the belts. And, and I always try to play devil's advocate and be like, "Well, maybe they have a plan." But like, even if they do have something they're going towards in the future, at least do something in between the time mm-hmm. that's not just like you know she's a loser or nothing's happening at all like give me something it just feels like there's nothing but it's it's also just like okay we've got five matches on this pay-per-view was it is it two hours like are we we getting in and out of indie in two hours like what, what what's <laughs> the what's the deal here or are we gonna book something on friday like i don't i don't know like there's a match that you could make there. Chelsea Green Absolutely. and Piper Niven versus the Hot Witches. Let's do it. Like, yes. Like, bring the witches in. They did this vignette about how they cursed the titles when they lost them, and we've not heard from them since they did this. Yeah, I thought I was tripping. I thought like her. maybe I thought like maybe I missed something because nope, like you didn't miss anything. Ex- that's crazy. Because why? Why even do the package? I don't. If know. you're just gonna like gloss over it, like it never happened. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. This pay-per-view seems really light. Like, it seems extremely yeah. light. I mean, there there are rumors that they're going to debut Jade Cargill in some capacity. Um, I, I, I just don't... I don't know what they're doing. Like, I really don't... I don't know what they're doing here. Yeah, so the thing is with these... Uh with these pay-per-views is we always, as of recently, it feels like we've gone into them with a similar mindset. And then somehow they're, this they're one's fucking... really bad though, Dimitri. This one's <laughs> that really is bad. true. This one's pretty bad, but I will say we've typically gone in with a mindset of like, yeah. And then the matches smack. And it was like, all right, that was surprisingly good, but it would have been nice to have 
a better build up or to have much more matches in it, of course. Um, I, I just I keep coming back to thinking that. For me, it feels like a filler. For me, it feels like filler, a filler pay per view. Yeah, that's 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 what I was trying to figure out. How to you're watching it. an anime. There's a whole bunch of filler, a bunch of content you can skip through because it doesn't actually doesn't matter to the main story. story. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like resume main storylines when it comes to like a bigger pay per view coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, we just have this to hold us over. That's what it feels like. I, I think this is the problem with trying to do a pay per view every month too. Absolutely. You can't build good creative to give us a good storyline pay-per-view. And, I mean, I guess that's why they've moved to this premium live event structure, whatever, to account for that. But it's it's just dumb. Agreed. I like my pay-per-views to feel very meaningful and not like filler. Because the filler is what the TV shows are for. And guess <laughs> if what, you got Dimitri, filler, guess bring what? a little in there. What We're up? still going to watch it. That's the, oh, the the problem. You're damn right. We're still <laughs> going to watch it, bub. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Yeah, I got everything I needed out the way. I just really wanted to say the Charlotte Skier was amazing, and I'm glad I got that off my you're chest. Really, so. You're really hung up on that. It was good gear. <sighs> just watch NXT from this week. Your your girl is there. <laughs> watch Dynamite Gigi? this week. Sky Gigi's Blue and there? Tony Storm. It was like. Oh, actually, I saw I saw a really funny clip from that on Twitter. The uh, Tony Storm was like, "I'm gonna slap her tit and then slap her tit." (laughs) That was really funny. (laughs) Tony Storm also hit Mm. a brutal hip attack, and Mm. I I will never forget being at Collision and there being a hip attack towards the very end of the show during ROH, and Iad and I both went. It should have been me at the same time. <laughs> and this guy a couple rows ahead of us laughing his ass off, turning around and be like, you're so real for that. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok and YouTube at Let Me Pod too. You can find Dimitri at Dimitri Talks. You can find me if you want at We Hate Jacob. Please give us a review on your major podcast, on your chosen podcast platform. We're on every major network. Quickly on those lines, we have seven five stars on Spotify. I'd love yeah. to see that get to ten. One shout-out mm-hmm. review here. I've got to make a shout-out to Rachel Han for a five-star review. She specifically yes. asked for us to shout-out her ass as part of her five-star review. So this is a shout-out to Rachel's ass for that five-star review. If you leave a five-star review, I will also shout-out your ass if you so <laughs> request. If you don't, I won't. That's fine. Give, give us reviews. It really helps other people find the podcast. We have seen the numbers ticking up on the insights. So thank you guys for listening, for sharing with your friends, and for giving us those reviews. We appreciate you. And we will see you all next week. Let me, yeah. Yeah.